Google Analytics has released a new version that completely overhauls the system called Google Analytics GA4. But what is Google Analytics GA4? This update includes AI, increased security, and a new user interface. We'll dig into what's changing, what you need to know, and if it's worth setting up on your website. And now it's time for some more DIY SEO tips with Jennifer Rogina. Now, before we dig into all the details, I want to share my experience when I initially used GA4. I've been using Google Analytics for well over a decade. Changes and updates to the system excite me. They don't scare me. So when I saw that I could upgrade my Google Analytics profile to the new GA4 system, I eagerly agreed. Once the simple setup wizard was complete, I viewed my new GA4 profile and I was immediately overwhelmed. Everything was 100% different than what I was used to. I'm normally excited about change, but this was so drastically different that I didn't even know where to begin. So I didn't. I looked it over briefly, then decided that I'd let this collect data, but I'd go back to my universal analytics version and revisit this another day in the future. Well, I let a few months go by. Then I decided I really needed to figure this out because it's the future of Google Analytics. I read through documentation and watched YouTube tutorials until I finally felt like I had a firm grasp on exactly how GA4 works. And now I love it. These changes are very exciting and seems like a great new direction for Google Analytics, but I do feel the transition has a bit of a learning curve to feel comfortable with it. So this podcast will summarize the most important findings that I discovered and guide you through the transition so you aren't stumbling to find your way like I was. Okay, so what's different about Google Analytics GA4? So GA4 consolidates data from websites and mobile apps, allowing cross-platform analysis. Instead of your website and mobile data living in two different Google Analytics properties, everything is combined in one place, so you have a more complete picture of the customer journey. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to have a mobile app to benefit from GA4. Even if you only have a website, there are still several new features that you'll benefit from. We'll go through each of those in detail now. First is AI to fill in data gaps. The new GA4 version of Google Analytics includes artificial intelligence or AI to help fill in the gaps. This will become more and more useful in the future. With security improvements such as GDPR and increased third-party cookie constraints, our Google Analytics data is going to get more and more holes. AI allows Google Analytics to focus on a privacy-centric design. Using AI, Google Analytics is able to fill in those gaps so it's easier to make sense of the data that you have and continue to improve your website using data-driven decisions. Next is it's focused on the customer journey. GA4 introduces a completely new user interface or UI. The entire interface is now focused on giving marketers a better way to understand the complete customer journey. The primary navigation items now include the stages in the customer lifecycle, acquisition, engagement, monetization, and retention. Another big change in GA4 is now everything is based on events. And I mean everything. Even page views are now considered an event. And GA4 events are completely different from Universal Analytics. 
In Universal Analytics, every event had to include a category and an action. Events had to be configured in one very particular and specific manner. In GA4, you have different attributes depending on the event. In Google Analytics GA4, there are three types of events. Automatically collected events, recommended events, and custom events. So first, let's talk about the automatic events. Automatically collected events do exactly that. They collect events automatically just from having GA4 configured on your website. There's no code that needs to be added for these events. Automatic events include items such as page title, screen resolution, and page referrer. For websites, not mobile apps, there are additional automatic events that you can enable. They are called enhanced measurements, and they also require absolutely no code. They can track items such as page scroll, outbound link clicks, and file downloads. To enable enhanced measurements, you just go to admin and then data streams. You click on your website stream, and then at the top, you'll see a toggle to enable enhanced measurements. Next, let's talk about recommended events. GA4 also includes several recommended events. The recommended events are similar to the custom events, except Google has predefined event names and suggested attributes. It's not mandatory to use their recommended events. However, if these are events that you wish to add regardless, it's recommended to use their predefined naming convention so the system can use the data more intelligently. Using their names will allow Google Analytics to understand the data type and leverage the data in standard reports. Some recommended events include login, sign up, and share. And if you'd like a step-by-step -step guide to set up recommended and custom events, just view the show notes and click the link to the full article. And in that article, you'll have a few different guides that list out exactly how to implement a few of these things. And one of them includes how to set up the recommended events, both in Google Analytics and in the Google Tag Manager. And lastly, our custom events. Custom events are events that aren't included in the automatic or recommended events. Whenever possible, it's preferable to use an automatic or recommended event. Custom events won't show up in standard reports, so you'll have to create custom reports to analyze the data. The next new feature in GA4 is that it includes YouTube measurement. So another automatic event that GA4 is able to track are metrics to measure YouTube videos. If you have embedded YouTube videos on your website, you can now track video plays automatically. And although tracking YouTube videos embedded on your site is a built-in function with GA4, depending on how your website is configured, there still could be a few adjustments that you need to make before you start seeing the data come through. The things that you'll have to take care of before you'll start seeing your YouTube video data is you'll need to enable video engagement in the enhanced measurement section. You'll also need to make sure that JS API is enabled on your embedded videos, and you'll need to make sure that the YouTube API loads with the initial page load. All of those things are pretty simple to accomplish. If you view the show notes and click the link to the full article, I have a step-by-step -step guide to do all of those things so that you can have your YouTube embedded videos tracking properly in your GA4 account. 
The next new feature in Google Analytics 4 is you can easily mark anything as a conversion. So every item in GA4 is an event, and any event can be marked as a conversion. It's as easy as reviewing a list of your events and enabling a toggle to identify that event as a conversion. Next big change is there is no more bounce rate. The bounce rate metric has been completely removed in GA4. Since GA4 encompasses both websites and mobile apps, bounce rate no longer made sense. Bounce rate only applied to websites. Additionally, bounce rate didn't apply to every website. Bounce rate was never an accurate metric for one-page websites and sites where the primary goal was an offline action such as a phone call. Instead, this has been replaced with engagement metrics. Next new feature is access to Analysis Hub. So GA4 includes Analysis Hub. This is a feature that's been available in the paid Google Analytics 360 version, but it's never been included in the free Google Analytics product. Analysis Hub allows you to create customer reports. You can choose from a variety of charts, including cohort, funnel, and path analysis. Then you can drag and drop the metrics, dimensions, and filters that you want applied to the chart. When you're done, the report with your configurations is saved, so you can come back and easily refer back to it. Okay, and then lastly, Google Analytics 4 includes a debugging interface. This combined with real-time metrics makes it much easier to test your changes and confirm that everything is tracking properly. And if you'd like to find out exactly how the debugging feature works, view the show notes, click the link to the full article, and that is an additional guide that I'll have in a full article. So you can go through and see exactly how to use the debugging interface. Okay, so is Google Analytics GA4 worth setting up? The short answer is yes. You can have both GA4 and Universal Analytics set up. There's no reason not to set up GA4 because it doesn't do anything to interfere with your existing Universal Analytics setup. If you're setting up Google Analytics for the first time, GA4 is now the default configuration. Although the setup wizard includes a checkbox to easily add a Universal Analytics profile as well. And for now, it's best to set them both up. Even if you don't use it, adding it will allow GA4 to start gathering data. It won't pull in any historical data, so the data will start the day you set it up. It's best to get it configured and collecting data so it's there for you when you're ready to use it. Google is actually encouraging people to create a new Google Analytics 4 property alongside existing properties. That way, you can start gathering data and benefit from the latest innovations as they become available while keeping the current implementation intact. Hopefully, this gave you the information and confidence that you need to get started with Google Analytics 4. If it's still a bit overwhelming, just start by setting it up and worry about fine-tuning it later. You can rest easy knowing it's gathering data and go back to using Universal Analytics for now. And if you're ready to dive deeper and looking for step-by-step guides on how you can add events, configure your YouTube videos, and leverage the debugging interface, view the show notes, click the link for the full article, and you'll get all of those guides right there. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe. This episode was brought to you by ClearPath Online.
a DIY SEO tool for your website.